Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive, and that's with an S-O-N. Our webmaster is very good at at making this broadcast uh, intriguing enough that people will take the time out of the busyness and all of the distractions and discouragements of living in these final closing hours of human history as we know it, the coming of the Lord. I'm not talking about the end of the world uh, because of a comet or a cataclysmic event. I'm talking about the beginning of a new world when Jesus comes for his church in the rapture and comes to to rule and reign. Hallelujah. And when the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven and and we have heaven literally on earth. <laughs> Glory be to God. Friend of mine, what a great future we have if we know Christ as our Savior. The world as we know it right now is headed for the great tribulation and it's hastening. The Bible said the day of the Lord hasteneth greatly. And I believe we're in this this accelerated prophetic time uh, that the coming of Christ for his church, his bride, is very, very soon. It could happen uh, uh, without doing any injustice to the prophetic scriptures before this broadcast is over this morning. It could happen before next week. It could happen any time. And that's why the admonition of scripture is to be ye also ready. For in an hour you think not, the Son of Man cometh. So we want you to be ready. I want to be ready. Praise God. I am ready. We used to sing, I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready for the gates of pearl. And my pastor, when I first got saved all those many years ago, I turned 75 this week. <laughs> and I remember uh, when I was 21, and I, I actually came to Christ when I was 12, my mother and father divorced. I got bitter at both of them because I was hurting and no one seemed to care about me. Turned that bitterness into rebellion and walked in that rebellion for many years. But at 21 years of age, I made a full-blown commitment to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And from that day to this day, I have never, never looked back. Never wanted to go back. There's nothing behind me, but everything is before me. And this is what the scripture says about the last days that we're living in. In the last days, perilous times will come. These dangerous days uh, that are marked by men becoming what they become in the last days and the chaos and the heartbreak and the heartache that it creates and it connotates weakening and, and wearing down of of the of the saints and i want you to know something in one translation is very practical it just says in the last days it will be very hard to be a christian well yeah it is tough to be a christian and it's going to weed out without us weeding them out it's going to weed out a lot of tares from the wheat praise god for the for the pure that's going to be left this shaking my dear friend is going to leave a pure and holy and committed 
bride. Hallelujah. That, that, as Paul put it, that I may present you unto Christ as a chaste virgin. Amen. Something had to occur, didn't it, to give us that kind of cleansing, that kind of standing with God. Oh, friend, something did occur at the cross that allows us to have our past obliterated and have our present purified and have our future, amen, absolutely verified. We're we're headed for home if you're part of the Christian community. But until then, we're living in this perilous time and the weariness of it all, the weakening of of our our resolve in many circles to to hold true to the faith that was once delivered and to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and body. Amen. The, the weakening and the weariness of it all. Many people are feeling it because of the intense pressure brought to bear upon the righteous and those seeking to follow Christ in these last days. The pressure is on, and that's why the message that God has given me to deliver, entitled, it's a message that's clear in the Word of God, and it's Eagle's Wings for the Weak and Weary. Eagle's Wings for the Weak and Weary. I want to stop right here and say... If you are in survival mode, you are not where God wants you. It seems that that's where we ought to be. We just got to hold on and hold out until Christ comes. Uh, There will be no revival for people in survival mode. God doesn't want you to survive the end times. He doesn't want me to survive the end times. He wants you and I to thrive in the end times. And the only possible way for me or you to thrive in these ever-darkening days that we are living is if we have eagle's wings for the weak and the weary. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, without him, and apart from him, you and I can do nothing. But I'm going to tell you to balance that. The apostle Paul said, when I'm weak, then am I strong. And then he said, amen, that, that, that absolutely that the grace of God was sufficient for him. When he looked to him exclusively, he said, when I am weak, and I get it, I get focused squarely upon God's provision for me, and I look unto Jesus as the author and finisher of my faith, in essence, he said, then am I made strong. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not before then, but then am I made strong. You know, you have to come to an end of yourself to receive this kind of strength. So let's read this, this message today, Eagle's Wings for the Weak and Weary. Listen to it very carefully. Isaiah 40, verse 28 through 31. It said, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary, And there's no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. The Apostle Paul put it this way. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things 
through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Listen, he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. That's why Paul said, when I am weak, then am I made strong, because he gives strength to those who acknowledge and realize, I have nothing without him. I am nothing without him, but I am everything through him. Praise God. Listen to verse 30. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. See, the the, the energy and, and strength of being young and strong and powerful. It said this thing is going to wear them down. They can become weary and they can literally fall. But listen to verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Praise God. Let me give you some eagle facts here that I read on the internet. The bald eagle is the fastest creature in the air. Not only can the eagle fly at tremendous speed, but the eagle's eyesight is unlike any other. At an elevation of 10,000 feet, or about two miles, the eagle can see a rabbit in the forest. And within a matter of seconds, the eagle can fall out of the sky at a rate of over 100 miles an hour and snatch up that rabbit. Maybe you notice the shape of an eagle. It has the shape of a weightlifter, a powerful chest, a narrow waist, and powerful thighs. The eagle is very strong. For instance, the African crowned eagle has been known to kill antelopes weighing up to 50 pounds. Not only are eagles strong, they're big. Eagles have a wingspan of seven and a half feet, and they can weigh as much as 20 pounds. And when God designed the eagle, and I thought this was interesting, he designed such a special bird that it's the only creature with the ability to look directly into the rays of the sun and not be blinded. God designed the eagle with special eyelids so he can keep his eyes toward the sun. And because the eagle is the king of the air, uh, he has many enemies. And the major enemy of an eagle is the condor. And they can weigh 25 pounds, have a wingspan of 10 feet. And like buzzards, the condors feed on dead animals. The condors hate eagles. So whenever an eagle flies, he must be on the lookout for his enemy, the condor. In battle, the condor will try to claw the eagle, but the eagle doesn't stay and fight. Instead, he mounts up and begins to fly. He doesn't fly to the left or right. In other words, a zigzag pattern. He doesn't fly looking for safety and security in some hiding place. Instead, he flies directly toward the sun. The condor tries to snatch, crash, catch the eagle, but as soon he is blinded by the sun, he has to turn away and fall off. We defeat our enemy today by mounting up with wings just like the eagle, by keeping our focus on the S-O-N, the sun, <laughs> and drawing closer to him. It's clear in Hebrews twelve two, looking unto Jesus, 
who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Friend of mine, when we focus on the sun, we will mount up with new courage. Satan will not wear us down and discourage us. He will have to turn away and fall off. There's a song from Truth, that singing group from some years back, that said that you might as well get me behind me, Satan. You cannot prevail because Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. We've been given special ability to see the sun. We have a God-given revelation, and it is a guarantee of our victory. Listen to this, Matthew 16, verse 13 through 18. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, and or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock... Oh, wait, wait. I want to stop here just a minute. Amen. He's not building it on Peter. He's building it on the revelation of who Jesus is given to Peter by the Spirit of God himself. The church is not built upon one of the apostles. The church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief corner stone. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock, what rock? Amen. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Listen, thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Glory to God. Gates here means the gates of a vast prison. They It can't keep us in and it can't hold us back. You see, Satan's system cannot defeat us. We have a revelation of Jesus and it's the great foundation for all victory. How many in this this listening audience believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? Let me tell you what it says about you. Flesh and blood didn't reveal it. You may have heard that message. You may have read it from the Scripture. But ultimately, this is a revelation given by God Himself by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. First John chapter 5, 1 says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ, is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him that also is begotten of him. And verse 4 and 5 says, 1 John 5, 4 and 5, For whatsoever or whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world, but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son 
of the living God. And Jesus said on this rock, <laughs> I'm going to build my church. Flesh and blood didn't give that to you. This is a revelation of God. And God is building his church on that revelation and on that reality. Listen, as we draw close to God and we bow before him, Satan will lose all power and influence over us. James 4, 7 and 8 says, Submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Friend of mine, it's time to get single-minded. It's time to get a, a singular focus on Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. We will mount up and fly into the sun. Hallelujah. I love that song that says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. The things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. When we mount up to the sun, S-O-N, when the storms of life come, listen, unlike most animals, eagles fly very well in storms. For instance, most animals seek out a place to hide during a storm, not the eagle. The eagle will actually challenge a storm. He will walk, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Amen. He's going to give us wings for these days so that we don't just seek a hiding place to survive, but we find, amen, a place where we can mount up and thrive. And that's how God is going to distinguish a mighty, mighty church instead of a timid, scared Oh, can, can, can you imagine children of God looking for a place to hide in some cave of, of man's, man's creation, cave of man's ingenuity and man's intelligence? Every, every system of man, including the monetary system, I, I believe that's the shaking that is coming next, but every system of man is shaking. Man, man's systems have been found to be flawed and faulty. Oh, but God's power is unlimited. There's no searching of his understanding. Praise God. Listen, God wants us to thrive and not just just survive the end times not the eagle he doesn't run and look for a place to hide he will he will walk out into the midst of a storm and look up to where he last saw the sun the clouds the lightning the loud thunder won't distract him why because he has his bearing set upon the sun, S-U-N, in our case, the S-O-N. And when the storm becomes intense and when the eagle mounts up and flies right to where he last saw the sun, all of the sudden, he breaks through the storm and the sun is drying his feathers and the sun is giving him an anointing that he would have never found under a rock. Hallelujah. Eagle saints outlast their storms. I'm going to say that again. Eagle saints outlast their storms. Hallelujah. To mount up means to go up, to ascend, to climb, to go higher. 
the storms of life will only cause us, if we look unto God, put our trust exclusively in Him, the storms of life will only cause us to look to God with greater resolve and to mount up. To renew our strength means to change. Renew here means to go on from, to go through, to grow up. Hallelujah. Amen. The tempest of trials lift us closer to God. We find our refuge in Him alone. The abiding principle is the same. We must mount up and fly to the sun. And the wait here, they that wait upon the Lord, it means to bind together by twisting. It's not waiting like taking a number, sitting down in the doctor's waiting room until you are called. This is an active term. It is that seeking of God. Amen. That That is continual. Jesus put it this way. This is a good, good explanation in the new covenant of what it means to wait upon the Lord. Amen. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. And it is in the continuance, continuous sense that this was written. It would read this way because of the continuous sense. It is active, not passive. Knock. Nobody comes to the door. Stop. Go sit down and wait. No. Knock. And keep on knocking. Seek. And keep on seeking. Ask. And keep on asking. Not asking as if he had never heard. That's not faith. That's doubt. Oh, no. But it's asking because we know he's listening. And he honors that kind of consistency. Praise God. Amen. It is an active and not a passive term. Friend of mine, as we mount up to the sun, S-O-N, we develop an intimate, personal relationship with him. We discover his faithfulness and a bond of trust is forged. Let me tell you one of the most unique rituals of the, of the, of the, of the eagle. It's one of the most unique in the animal kingdom. When the eagle begins to mate, he mates for life, just like a dove. When he finds a lady, he will join her in the air and they will lock claws and then he'll put his wings around her and they will drop out of the sky like they've been shot. She will never attempt to get away. She will never struggle. But she puts her life into his wings. Uh, Sound familiar? Amen. And when they get almost to treetop level, he will throw open his wings, and she'll throw open her wings, and they'll fly back to the top of the sky. They'll lock claws again, and this time she will put her wings around him. And he will put his life into her wings. And they will fall. He does not struggle. He does not try to get away. But for better or worse, for richer, for poorer, until death do them part. He puts his trust in her. What a lesson today. Amen. What marriage could be, should be, and used to be, and is for every true believer. 
When they get almost to the ground, she'll throw open her wings and he will throw open his wings and they'll fly back to the top of the sky. They'll lock claws again this third time they fall. The female eagle will have, will have conceived and they will be committed to each other for life. <laughs> oh, friend, a triple stranded cord is not easily broken. <laughs> Amen. And no matter where she goes, he'll always be there watching over and defending. What a lesson for you and I as married couples. Are you considering marriage today to be totally committed to each other for life, just as the eagle? And what a lesson for the church of Jesus Christ, which is called in Scripture the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. The persecution and pressures of this fallen world are not defeating God's true church. We're being propelled by them. We are, we are mounting up, first driven by fear and then drawn by love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Perfect love, the scripture said, casteth out all fear. This is a faith forged in love, a sacred trust. God will not fail us. We can let go and rest in Him. It sounds like you know, just this little, little, uh, you know, little phrase, let go and let God. Uh, well, it, this lesson from the eagle is to let go and let him, let him close his wings around us because he will not let us fall to destruction. That's why the Bible said in the new covenant, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling <laughs> now unto him who is able to keep you from falling or as one paraphrase says keep you from going back into sin and being being destroyed by that sin god is able and he is faithful because this is a faith forged in love it's a sacred trust. That's why we're called the bride of Christ. That's why Paul said, I want to present you to Christ as a chaste virgin. And that's why when, when the consummation of this relationship is going to be the marriage supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. We can rest in Him because we know that He loves us. And this perfect love allows us to, to absolutely trust Him. Trust Him through this time and look for a hiding place. Yes, but let our hiding place be Jesus Christ, Rock of Ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Glory to God. Listen, these trials and tests, these fearful times, these troubled times, these perilous times cause me to stay focused upon Jesus, looking to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. That we might wait upon the Lord, that we might, we might trust in Him, actively seek Him, actively focus on Him, not be passive, <laughs> not be terrified and petrified with fear, oh, but to mount up. You know, I love the scripture in the old covenant that said, though the fig tree shall not 
bring any fruit, though it shall not blossom. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 and though there be no cattle in the stalls, there's no, there's no food seemingly. They're in a terrible time. Amen. Though the fig tree shall not blossom, be no cattle in the stalls. Amen. That yet I will trust in the Lord. I will joy in my God. Amen. And the Bible said, but he will make my feet like hind's feet. And he will make me, I love this translation, to make progress, not stand still in fear, but to make progress on my high places of testing and persecutions and, and, and all of those circumstances of life that could get me down and wear me out. He will make me to mount up. It's the same principle with wings as an eagle. Praise God. There are eagles' wings for the weak and weary. But the weak and the weary must acknowledge our absolute helplessness and hopelessness without Him and gain those eagles' wings by waiting upon Him actively, not passively, but actively pursuing Him. You know, the Bible says it's time to seek the Lord that's that activity of seeking him until he come and rain righteousness upon us. Praise God. If there's ever been a time to seek the Lord, it's now. And not seek him until we are done, but seek him until he come. Here's another active passive principle that I want to get in before we close. The scripture said in Hebrews 10, You have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, that you might receive the promise. After you've done the will of God, that you might receive the promise. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward, for he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. Seek him till he come. This word for patience here, once again, is not take a number and just sit down and be passive and wait. This is the kind of waiting we're talking about here in Scripture, where we are consistently looking to, trusting in, and seeking God as our source. They that wait upon the Lord that way, amen, will mount up with wings as an eagle. Glory be to God, amen. And we will run and not be weary. We will walk and we will not faint. Are you weak enough today? Are you weary enough today to begin to look to God to focus squarely upon Jesus, amen, as the author and finisher of your faith. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God, God come incarnate in flesh? If you do, who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. And this is the victory. This is the victory. This revelation that we have received as born-again believers 
This is the victory that overcomes the world. In other words, God says, I want you to thrive, not just survive. As the world gets darker, our light should shine all the brighter today. Well, I hate to stop. I feel like we're just getting started. But I I don't want to lose your attention before we sum this up today. This is no time to be distracted and discouraged. This is a time, amen, to be attracted to God. Because of our need, because of our weakness, because of our inability to cope with it all. And we're, we're seeing something that's going to help us mount up, amen, with these eagle's wings. And that is that all of man's systems are shaking. All of man's systems are, will ultimately fail. Ah, but God, there's no searching of his understanding. Praise God. Amen. This is all about what God is able to do as our heavenly father and God and and Christ is our king and our brother. Amen. I want to read that again in closing. Verse 28. While man's systems all begin to break down and fail, hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He that has all of this to offer giveth power to the faint, and to them that hath no might he increases strength. Even youth shall faint, and they are, even young people today are feeling the pressure of it all and they are they they they're not happy <laughs> they're not they they don't have that anticipation of of future good they see a bleak future amen oh they shall faint and be weary young men people strong vital shall fall but they that wait upon the lord did not tell you <laughs> They shall, they shall, they shall renew their strength. It's time for that spiritual renewal. That's what revival is called many times. Hallelujah. A spiritual awakening and a spiritual renewal. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is a time to thrive with eagle's wings. This is not a time to just survive. So let's get out of survival mode and let's get ready, amen, to be showcased to the world, amen, as that peculiar people that God has called us to be, victors and not victims. Praise God. Triumphant in Jesus Christ. I love Christmas. I love a Christmas song in particular. O come, all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. Now, we shouldn't try to be that or be challenged by that just at Christmas. That should be an all-year-long challenge. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful, in the midst of trial and test, and triumphant. It's the church triumphant that will be the mighty, mighty bride of Christ when he comes, that have been kept by God's power through all of this time of trouble and caught up with him to meet the Lord and to participate in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Time for the eagle saints to mount up. 
How about it today? Today, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you are, you're, you're not a bird of prey, but you're a bird to be preyed upon. You're not the king of the air. You are literally without God and therefore without hope in this present world. But that can change. That can change. You see, we're seeing man's systems fail and we're just drawing closer to God. Just drawing closer to God. Finding His peace and His power. Hallelujah. All sufficient in His sufficiency. But today, if you don't know Him, if you don't know Him, you have no resources of your own. Fear will grip you like a stranglehold. The word fear, and I believe it's Latin, one of the other languages, it means, it means when a wolf grabs a sheep by the throat, he doesn't just start biting it and let it bleed out. He grabs it by the throat and strangles it to death. And fear is a force that will literally strangle the life out of anyone who it gets a stronghold on. A friend of mine, God wants you to have a peace of knowing that you belong to Him and that He's going to keep you, care for you, protect you, provide for you, and take you to live with Him and bring you back with Him to rule and reign. Oh, today, let the fear let the uncertainty, let all of the chaos and crisis cause you to make that decision. I know where I can go, and it's not drugs, and it's not drink, and it's not some kind of party to try to, to deny the realities of the last days. I'm going to repent of my sin. I'm going to receive Christ as my Savior. This God that has all this power has become going to become my heavenly father and I'm going to wait upon him and I'm going to mount up with wings as an eagle in Jesus name.